Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Is it really possible, Colin, to think positively in every situation and overcome all our negative attitudes? That's the subject we've been looking at this week. You're going to talk about unbelief today. Your flesh will always be negative. You will never reform the flesh. You won't even be able to tame the flesh <laughs> in the sense of changing the negativity that is in your flesh. Jesus knew this, which is why he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. In other words, whatever you do in the flesh is worth nothing. Uh, which is why he didn't try to reform the flesh, but he took our flesh life to the cross and crucified it. He put it to death. He knew that that's the only way to deal with it. And so what we are to do is to die to the flesh and to live according to the Spirit. But unfortunately, those fleshly attitudes will be with us till our dying day. Your flesh will be there till your dying day. So it's learning to cultivate these positive spiritual attitudes. Now, we've covered a whole lot of negatives. They're not the only negatives, but they're ones that are related. We've talked about resentment and bitterness and anger and the way in which we get frustrated with other people and judge them. What underlies all these things in the sense of, is there a common denominator that will enable us to overcome all these negative emotions? And the answer to that is yes. Ultimately, our problem is one of unbelief. Now, that might seem strange, might sound odd at first. But you see, what is unbelief? Unbelief is, now listen to me carefully, it's not acting according to God's word. You see, you only believe the word of God when you do it. Not when you simply say, I believe the scriptures are true, I believe the scriptures are the word of God. That's not believing them. Believing the word is doing the word. So, when we act in all those negative ways, we're not doing the word. I'm sure most of us remember that scripture, that we are to be doers, not hearers only of the word. Would it be true to say that we're not really true believers unless we are doers? Absolutely. Uh, that to be a believer is not to be able to recite the creed where we know a series of truths about God. We've got to live it. But we've got to live it. We've got to live those truths. We've got to see the word of God being outworked in our lives. So you see, all those negative things that we've been talking about this week, especially the judgment that we were talking about yesterday, are a contradiction to God's word, which means if we indulge in them, we are not believing God's word because we're not doing God's word. So we see immediately 
it is always wrong to act in a way that is contrary to God's word. Now, how can we be so emphatic about that? Because God has revealed his will in his word. How do we know what the will of God is? Well, you only have to read the scriptures. And you see in the New Testament what the will of God is, how we are to live as believers. And you see, there are some people that think all you've got to do is just have faith in Jesus Christ and you're going to go to heaven and that's all it's about. Well, that is total travesty of what salvation is and of what the gospel of Jesus Christ is about and what the teaching of Jesus is there to accomplish in our lives. No, God is concerned about what you do now because each person is going to be rewarded according to what he has done. Jesus says that. Salvation is his gift, but the reward is the result of what we have done. Now, I'm sure we all want a good positive reward, which means that we need to live good positive lives, which means that we need good positive attitudes, which means that we've got to deny the negative attitudes of the flesh, which means that we're going to end up by doing God's word, not just reading it, not just knowing it, but doing it. So why should I not judge? Because if I do judge, I'm going against the will of God. Why shouldn't I be angry? Well, if I am, I'm going against the will of God. Why shouldn't I be justified in feeling resentful and bitter? Because if I do that, then I'm going against the will of God. And when we go against the will of God, we don't damage God, but we damage ourselves and our relationship with God, our fellowship with God, our walk with God. So you'll find that in the lives of people that have a very unsatisfactory relationship with the Lord, there are probably a series of contradictions in their lives where they are living, doing things that are contrary to God's word and may even try to justify that they're right in doing so. So, Colin, in the light of all that you've just said, is there that sense that if we are living right with the right spiritual attitudes, is that all God requires of us? Well, if you have the right attitude, you will respond in the right way and you will act in the right ways. Uh, let, let's take the ultimate, shall we? All of us have had negative things done to us. All of us uh, have been in traumatic situations of one kind or another. But none of us listening to this program has ever been nailed to a cross. And none of us in the process of being nailed to the cross has ever said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Now you see, in the most extreme circumstances, Jesus reacts with a positive spirit. Why? Because there was nothing negative in his spirit. 
If there was anything negative in his spirit, he would not have been without sin. He could not have been our savior, and none of us would have salvation. So there, in the very act of being nailed to the cross, you don't see judgment, or anger, or frustration, or bitterness, or resentment. You see mercy, forgiveness, concern for the ones who were doing it, because they were acting in ignorance not really understanding who he is or the part that they were having to play in a divine purpose that required the Son of God to be crucified, to bear our punishment so that we could go free. And we also then see a great change of heart in the lives of those who were crucifying him. Because we read that the Roman soldiers indeed believed in who he was. Well, the Romans, the centurion understood that he really was the son of God. So our impact on those around us, we can't underestimate that, can we, if we're living right? No, and of course, um, you see the contradiction in the attitude of the two that were crucified with him, where one asked for forgiveness and Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. The other was full of bitterness, anger, resentment. He could see no further than his anger at what was happening to himself. He wasn't concerned about Jesus. So you, you see in, in those two other criminals that were crucified with Jesus, you see the two contrasting effects. The one who turned to Jesus with a positive attitude was forgiven and ended with Jesus in paradise, whereas the other one would have been condemned to a Christless eternity. Now that's not what God wants. It's the inevitability of when we choose to go against God's word it's, um, it's as simple as this, really, Julia. If we want to love God, Jesus said we have to obey his commands. And um, John says his commands are not a burden because all the commands that Jesus gives us are for our good. How can we love and be angry and bitter and resentful frustrated, judgmental. No, if we're going to love, just like Jesus, just like God the Father, and just like the Holy Spirit who shares the same nature, then we are going to cultivate that life in the Spirit, and we are going to be merciful and gracious and forgiving, and refuse to be judgmental, and obedient to God's Word, seeking to outwork his will in our lives. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 